0: You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limer 102 FM. Hello there and you're very welcome to Tech Thursday. This is Patrick Sheen. I'm going to be with you for the next hour or so looking at all the latest in tech. Uh, as always, if you have any questions, you can call 069-66200 06 6 or you can text or WhatsApp 08 871 or you can email patrick102fm at gmail.com. In today's show, we're going to be looking at all the latest in technology and and a bit of entertainment and uh, everything else in between. And I suppose in the world of gaming, one of the biggest stories in a a good while is Spider-Man 2. It's become the fastest selling game ever made by PlayStation. Uh, Sony has announced its latest Spider-Man release is the fastest selling video game made by PlayStation. Uh, Spider-Man 2 sold more than 2.5 million physical and digital copies in the first 24 hours. Uh, The game developed by PlayStation owned Insomniac Games has won rave reviews since it was released on Friday for the PS5, but it has faced some criticism over its length, with its main story taking around 15 hours to complete Uh, that extends to roughly 40 hours, including side content A fairly typical length for video games, although some releases this year, like Baldur's Gate 3, can potentially be played for hundreds of hours. Uh, Spider-Man 2 has been praised for its representation of Puerto Rican culture, but there has been criticism after its flag was confused with that of Cuba in the main character's house. I heard that. Yeah, they put the wrong flag. They put a Cuban flag instead of a Puerto Rican flag. Uh, The developers have pledged to fix this mistake. Despite Spider-Man 2's title, it's actually the third game in the series following releases in 2018 and 2020. Uh, Like the previous games, the latest version uh, takes place in a virtual New York City, uh, but for the first time gamers can play as either Peter Parker or Miles Morales, as the original or alternate version of the superhero. Insomniac Games holds itself incredibly high standards when it comes to delivering, engaging and innovative gameplay uh, experiences, says PlayStation's head of business operations, Eric Lempel. Uh, We want to say thank you to the fans. We truly hope you are enjoying your time playing as Peter and Miles in this amazing adventure. Uh, Spider-Man 2 was one of a series of high profile games uh, launched this week, including new titles from gaming icons Mario and Sonic. Super Mario Bros. Wonder and Sonic Superstars drew headlines after the gaming rivals released games in the in the same week uh, for the first time in more than 30 years. Uh, Spider-Man 2 outperformed both in box sales uh, to get the biggest physical video game launch in the UK last week. It is now one of the highest rated PlayStation 5 titles on gaming aggregator Metacritic. Uh, Despite being the biggest physical launch of the year. On PS5, the game has not yet reached the dizzying heights of Legends of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, which sold more than 10 million copies in just three days. Okay, so it hasn't reached those levels, but in, in, in uh, the first 24 hours, but the Zelda then outsold over a three-day period. So yeah, it's getting a, it's getting a quite good reviews, the new Spider-Man game. I haven't played it. Uh, I have the other two, um, the Spider-Man and Miles Morales and uh they're very good i got both of them i think i got stuck in kind of a hard part and i kind of gave up uh, or just kind of didn't go back to them uh, started playing something else or just didn't play games for a while and then went back and kind of forgot about it but you know what this uh the launch of spider-man 2 has got me kind of interested now in going back and uh, giving the giving the uh, the other two a go, and maybe when I finish them, <laughs> by the time I finish them, it'll be available as a free game on PlayStation Plus, so I got the other two. I bought the first one, and it was very good. I have a good bit of it played. I probably 50% of it played, uh, but the second one then I got as a free download, and I didn't play as much of that. I, I got stuck, one part, you're, you're on a chase through the street, and if you get too far away from the person you're chasing, uh, you have to go back and start again and I just kept I couldn't catch up to them I kept uh they kept oh you're, you're too far away and then I tried to catch up and then oh you have to go back and start again and it happened to me like 30 times and I was like okay never mind I'll I'll, I'll get it next time and then I never did so um uh, I got to go back and start playing them again uh, I don't have much patience sometimes I like easy games and a good story uh, uh, campaign mode the likes of um Uncharted. I don't mind having to do things a couple of times, uh, but I like I like the going through the story and uh, and solving problems and things like that, which is very fun. Uh, the Humane AI pin apparently runs GPT four and flashes a trust light when it's recording. Humane hasn't officially revealed its AI assistance device device yet, uh, but the bits of information keep coming. This is a there's a picture with this of um a guy holding his hand out and there's like writing on the palm of his hand, like a projector shining on the palm of his hand. So I don't know if this is a, if this is, a, oh, is it a pin that clips on somewhere and it actually shines the the writing onto your hand and you can just, uh, it, your hand turns into a touch screen. <laughs> something like that. Uh, Humane's first gadget, the AI pin is currently slated to launch on November 9th but we just got our best look at it yet thanks to somewhat uh, unexpected source before it was even announced the AI pin uh, is one of time magazine's best inventions of 2023 along with everything from the framework laptop 16 to the Samsung Galaxy Z uh, Flip 5 uh, to the bedtime buddy alarm clock Uh, the write-up is brief and relatively light on details but there are a couple of new details along with the Uh, Best photo we've seen yet of the device. It appears the AI pin will attach magnetically to your clothing and uses a mix of proprietary software and uh, OpenAI's GPT-4 to power its many features. If you remember, that includes everything from making calls to translating speech to understanding the nutritional information in a candy bar. Uh, most interesting of all, the AI pin has a truss light, which lights up any time the device's camera or microphone or any other sensors are recording data in some way. I'm assuming the truss light is the yellow light to the left of the camera in the ta- in Times photos. So this is in The Verge, if you want to see what this looks like. Um, so, yeah, so it's a pin that clips onto your clothes and it kind of projects um, some kind of a, a, the image onto your hand and you can, uh, you can uh, choose different options or you can talk to it, I presume, uh, since it works by chat GPT and it can uh, make calls for you and answer questions and things like that. It's just shrinking the phone and removing the phone from the phone, pretty much. Uh, Humane has been hyping the AI pin for months. Uh, all the way back to a TED talk in uh, in April, in which uh, co-founder Imran Chaudhry uh, showed some demos that left us with more questions than answers. Uh, since then, we've seen the pin in at Paris Fashion Week uh, and Humane was supposed to share more information on October 14th, but uh, has since pushed its official announcement to November 9th. Chaudhry has called the pin a new kind of wearable device and platform and says it doesn't require any smartphone or any other device, which raises a lot of questions about how the PIN is going to work. It's no surprise that there's a lot of large language model-based tech in there, though given how much Humane has talked uh, uh, up the PIN's AI capabilities. Uh, So we'll have to wait and see. He's a former um, Apple employee uh, at the company, and uh, Humane has played up that connection in positioning the PIN as the next big thing. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, GM and Honda ditch plans to build cheaper electric vehicles. Uh, the two companies were set to uh, debut a lineup of sub-30,000 EVs in 2027, but now that plan is kaput. Uh, a little more than a year after announcing an ambitious plan to co-develop a lineup of affordable electrical vehicles, electric vehicles, um, General Motors and Honda are scrapping the deal, or at least that's just one aspect of the deal. Uh, announced in 2022 the plan to build a series of affordable EVs on GM's flexible EV plan uh, with its uh, Altium-branded battery packs. At the time, GM and Honda said they expected to begin production of millions of these affordable EVs by 2027. After studying this for a year, we decided that this would be difficult as a business. Uh, so at the moment, we are uh, ending development of an affordable EV. Honda CEO Toshira Meebe Uh, said in an interview with Bloomberg, which was the first to report the news. GM confirmed the development last year. Uh, We began working on an affordable EV program for global markets, which was slated for introduction in 2027. But after extensive studies, studies and analysis, we have come to a mutual decision to discontinue the program. Each company remains committed to affordability in the EV market. Uh, they're not completely abandoning their mutual partnership. The two companies work together on the Honda Prologue, uh, the Japanese company's first long range EV for the North American market, uh, set for release next year. Uh, Honda is also an investor in Cruise, the driverless uh, car operator that is wholly owned uh, subsidiary of GM. And GM and Honda co-designed the cruise origin, uh, purpose-built autonomous shuttle that is uh, set to make its debut in the U S next year and Japan in 2026. Uh, so that's sad that they are I, I suppose the costs, um, uh, it making it difficult, um, to, to make battery packs and things like that. They're, they're quite, there's a lot of, uh, minerals like cobalt and lithium and things like that in battery. So it is quite expensive. Um. EVs around Tesla price cuts, shrinking profit margins and softening demand has kicked up a hornet's nest of anxiety about the massive shift to electric vehicles that's currently underway. Uh, yeah, so Tesla cut their, their, um, their prices as well recently, so it makes the market a bit more competitive. Um, GM's recent announcements about longer wait times for its upcoming slate of electric vehicles and Ford's move to temporarily cut one of its uh, three shifts at the factory that builds the F-150 Lightning. Many analysts are wondering uh, whether the auto industry is a bit more off than it could, uh, has bit off a bit more than it could chew, especially with all the uncertainty surrounding the United Auto Workers strike. Uh, The new GM uh, Honda EVs were supposed to be priced um, below the upcoming 2024 Chevy Equinox EV, which GM says will start at 30 grand. Uh, Most EVs on the market today are more expensive than their gas equivalents, though EV sales numbers are still ticking up as more models become available. I saw something recently that people are slowing down buying them here as well. Uh, and, but they were blaming the infrastructure uh, that there isn't enough chargers and people are waiting for more chargers to be available. Uh, yeah, there's, I, I think there's more factors than that, you know, there's the range anxiety is a real thing as well and charge time anxiety <laughs> thing as well. So yeah, the, the, I know it, it takes time for the technology to catch up and it's great that people are buying them, you know, it's like foldable phones people were you know when the fir- first foldable phones came out um the, the samsung one and things like that with the creases in the screen and the the crazy prices of them still to this day um you know there was uh, there was only a few buying them but the fact that they were being bought meant that there was a next model that got better and hopefully a little bit cheaper and then the, the flip ones came out were a little bit cheaper now they're still not cheap they're, they were still very early in the process same as with the ev cars And so hopefully uh, the technology can improve and it can come down as cheap as the petrol cars and cheaper, hopefully in the future. And, you know, with with long life batteries, long range batteries, cold proof, which is very important as well, because a lot of batteries suffer badly in extreme weather, heat or cold. uh, So that are more insulated or. Uh, you know, they can charge quicker, long range. So there's, there's a lot uh, of distance to go, but it's going in the right direction. I suppose also the, the materials as well as another big problem uh, is the mining uh, industry for lithium and cobalt and things like that is it's a, it's a dirty mining procedure, you know, strip mining and things like that. So, uh, and it's also done in countries that are not, uh, it's not being done in under the best conditions. So, um. Hopefully all these things can improve Uh, Qualcomm turns to Wi-Fi to take wireless earbuds and headphones to the next level Qualcomm's S7 Pro chip will keep your earbuds playing music across Wi-Fi networks even if you leave your phone behind the first earbuds uh, headphones and speakers to include it will launch early next year so it will change from say a Bluetooth connection to a Wi-Fi connection so if you leave your phone in the sitting room and you you're washing clothes or something, you go out to the shed, well, uh, wherever you have, still have a Wi-Fi connection, I suppose, or you go upstairs, out of um, out of distance of the um, of your phone, uh, the Wi-Fi connection will keep the the audio going, which is pretty cool. That's very good. Like especially say. You can go to some places uh, that have a bigger Wi-Fi connection. Say if you went to uh, like a big warehouse or something that had a chain, you know, the, um, what are they called? Like the chain Wi-Fi systems. Um, So you can have, you know, Wi-Fi like a shopping center. If you go into the Crescent and you have, you have the Crescent shopping center, Wi-Fi everywhere when you walk around So the the likes of that. Say if you left your phone uh, with somebody sitting on the bench, uh, at one side of the Crescent and then you walk to the other side of the Crescent with headphones on you, where you could keep, the, um, keep the, the sound going over Wi-Fi or maybe it would need to be your own Wi-Fi or something like that. But it's, it's a very interesting idea. Um, they will launch early next year um any flagship pair of headphones or earbuds you buy nowadays is going to be very very good noise cancellation has grown more impressive definitely Uh, and bluetooth codecs uh, like ldac and aptx uh, adaptive have led to meaningful upticks in audio quality but there's always room uh for tech to get better and particularly in the realm of wireless audio we're really pushing up against the limits of what Bluetooth can deliver Uh, it's been true for some time and Qualcomm believes it has come up with a solution beginning uh, with its next snapdragon sound platform the company plans to rely on Wi-Fi in addition to Bluetooth uh, to unshackle the next wave of headphones and earbuds from Bluetooth's typical limitations If the company's promises bear out, you won't have to worry about staying within 20 feet of your phone or laptop anymore, and people with a good ear will be able to enjoy truly (laughs) lossless music playback more frequently. Uh, So that's very good. Uh, today, Qualcomm announced the S7 and S7 Pro, the platforms that third-party manufacturers will include uh, in earbuds, headphones, and speakers starting next year. Current Snapdragon sound partners include Audio-Technica, Bose, uh, Edifier, fijo Jabra, LG, Master, and Dynamic, uh, Sure, and other brands. So you can imagine many of them will be uh, integrating the S7 series silicone into their future audio gadgets. So that's a great invention hopefully it works out and it's not jumpy and things like that now it might be the first iteration uh this is a brand new technology so it might be you know when you're jumping from bluetooth to to um wi-fi or something like that or uh the signal is mixed or something it might it might take a bit of a a bump but uh Hopefully, uh, that'll be sorted out with updates. Or there might be some bugs and stuff that they they fix in the uh, with updates and things like that, and, and the next versions as it goes along. But brilliant idea, though. Imagine um, if there was some way it could pick up the the phone signal. So that you could uh, go out walking without your phone, just have your earbuds on and have the music playing straight out through them directly from uh, from like a GSM signal or something like that. But uh, that would be, I suppose you'd have to have a SIM card in them or something. Or if you could uh, like have your um, clone, your virtual SIM into the buds as well, where it keeps active or something like that. And you can uh, you could just use your voice um assistant to to change music or to get up your uh, your playlist or something like that just tap your earbud and and ask your your virtual assistant to to play whatever spotify or youtube music or whatever different uh um, platform you play your music from so that's there's there's the next idea there lads go ahead and make a million quid out of that there uh, facebook and instagram adverts helps uh, to boost boost meta's revenue uh, the tech giant, which also owns apps including Messenger, Threads and WhatsApp, says an average of 3.14 billion unique users accessed its project, uh, products on a daily basis during September, a rise of 7% uh, on the year before. Uh, so they're, they're improving their revenue through their advertising. Uh, Meta has reported a sharp rise in revenue following an upturn in advertising in its social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it's reported revenue of $34.2 billion, uh for the first quarter to the end of September, a 23% increase on the same period last year. Actually, do you know what I noticed is missing from that is threads. So they're, they're saying Facebook and Instagram are doing quite well, but they're not mentioning threads because I think threads, uh, it had a great start, but now it's just disappeared off the face of the earth. Nobody's talking about it anymore, so... Um, I think i don't know it was a good start but it's a bit of a flop by the looks of it uh so i i i, I wouldn't be surprised if in a year or two time uh, it doesn't exist anymore um because uh, it's not really been used it's still you know people are give out a lot about uh x uh, twitter but uh, they're still using it it's still probably the predominant of that type of um of social media so um uh, it's reported revenue of $34.2 billion for the quarter to the end of September, a 23% increase in the same period last year. Analysts have been expecting a figure of $33.6 billion. Um, Reduced costs, including from staff cuts, followed by the launch of restructuring programs last year, also contributed. Founder and chief executive Mark Zuckerberg said it had been a good quarter and added he was proud of the work his employees had done in developing artificial intelligence and AI products. The company, which uh, also owns um, apps, including Messenger, Threads and WhatsApp, said the average of 3.14 billion unique users accessed uh, on its products on a daily basis during September represents a year-on-year rise of 7%. The only app it provided specific data and the results was Facebook, which claimed, which has a daily usage of 2.09 billion people. During the same month, a rise uh, had a rise of 5%. Uh, So advertising revenue went up uh, 33, up to 33.6 million over the quarter compared to 27.2 million last year. So their revenues are doing quite well. At one stage, people thought, Facebook was pretty, including myself, really I uh, thought Facebook was really on the way out that uh, it was kind of aged and dated, but it's still going. Uh, it's just, I think it's changed how it's been used. The demographics have changed. I think it's in probably a slightly older user base uh, than it used to be. I suppose when it started out, it was just all teenagers, but now um, you get all ages. And I suppose a lot of the, the teenagers now that were using Facebook when th- that started out are probably using Snapchat and TikTok and Instagram more so than Facebook itself. But it's still it's still very big and very busy, and it's probably still the the number one most used social media app of all, so... Uh, for a play to them, for still keeping it going. Uh, Michael Palin has felt lopsided, says he felt lopsided and without a rudder after his wife died. The Monty Python star revealed in May that he'd lost Helen Gibbons, who was 80 and had chronic pain and kidney failure. Uh, the couple met when they were teenagers, and Michael says she helped him uh, keep on the straight and narrow. Uh, that's very sad. He was speaking on Ro- Rob Brydon's podcast. Um, yeah, so that's that's very sad. It's, uh, it is, of course, like, uh, people live a whole lifetime together sometimes, you know, people when they meet when they're very young, and then they're together for their whole lives. And uh, it's very difficult to lose somebody that you've been with your whole life. And you, you've never, you know, you almost can't remember a time when you, when you weren't with them. Uh, so it's it's very sad. Sales at consumer giant Unilever have risen, uh, driven by higher prices. Uh, the company which makes brands including Dove and Purcell say prices went up by 5.8%, uh, while the volume of sales dipped slightly. Uh, this means that con- uh, customers paid more money for fewer items. So that they're, they're, they're delighted they're doing well, that they're charging uh, more and having to make less for, for more money. So. <sighs> that's gas. Um, discovery of molten layer covering Mars may explain why Martians don't exist. Researchers say the latest analysis shows the difference uh, between Earth, Earth and Mars's internal structures and could explain why uh, there is life on one and not on the other. Um, a liquid silicate blanket wrapped around the core of Mars gives us new clues about the planet's history and why its devoid of life. Um, researchers have said finding from a paper published in the journal of nature provided insights into how mars formed evolved and became the barren planet it is now according to an international team of researchers nasa's insight mission to mars launched in 2018 has helped scientists uh, to map out the planet's internal structure including the size and composition of its core and provided general hints about uh, its tumultuous formation. Uh, The mission officially ended in December 2022. And after more than four years of collecting Mars data, analysis of its observations still continue. Uh, The findings published today, which cast doubts on the first uh, estimates of the red planet are from the analysis of a powerful meteorite impact observed the insight mission that occurred in september 2021 Uh, the journal details the use of seismic data to locate and identify a thin layer of molten silicates uh, rock forming minerals that make up the crust and mantle of mars and earth uh, lying between the martian mantle and core Uh, With the discovery of this molten layer, the researchers determined that Mars' core is both denser and smaller than previously estimated, Uh, a conclusion that better aligns with other uh, geophysical data and analysis of Martian meteorites. Uh, The molten layer is like a heating blanket. Vedric Lecken, a professor of geology at the University of Maryland and co-author of the paper, compared the molten layer to a heating blanket covering the Martian core. The blanket not only insulates the heat coming from the core and prevents the core from cooling, but it also con- concentrates radioactive elements whose decay generates heat. And when that happens, the core is likely to be unable uh, to produce uh, the convective motions that would create a magnetic field which can explain why Mars doesn't have an active magnetic field around it. Why is there no life on Mars? Without that functional protective magnetic field around itself, uh, terrestrial planets such as Mars would be extremely vulnerable to harsh solar winds and lose all the water on its surface, making it incapable of sustaining life, Professor Lekic Lekic said. He added that the difference between uh, Earth and Mars's internal structures could explain why there is life on one and not on the other. But what about in the future when we're trying to uh, put people on Mars and things like that? Is it, does that mean it wouldn't be possible theoretically to terraform Mars now? You know, they're on about that, that... It, probably take a billion years <laughs> for it to work, but like to, to plant uh, a different uh, biology on Mars and create an atmosphere and everything like that and have trees and everything. Uh, but would the internal, the new uh, discoveries about the internal structure of Mars uh, make that not possible now? Because that was kind of what Elon Musk was on about or just getting people on Mars anyway, uh, just in indoor kind of a sealed sealed buildings and stuff but as a long-term project it might not uh, this might be a reason why it might not be uh, possible now but uh let's see what the, the experts have to say uh, in the future uh, oscar-winning filmmaker errol morris says he never goes into an interview uh, with a list of questions uh the 75 year old documentarian delves into the life and career of british spy david cornwall better known as spy john le Carré uh, for his final and most candid interview, The Pigeon Tunnel. Errol says Le Carre was a king amongst men. Let's see what he had to say. I sometimes feel that you feel bright because you talk to bright people, and bright people may be willing to talk to you. And losing a person as eloquent and as gifted as John Le Carre is just an enormous loss. Yeah, so the The, the Pigeon Tunnel uh, is, is going to be out on cinema in the cinema and on Apple TV plus. So, uh, that sounds very interesting. Uh, meta intentionally addicts children to social media lawsuit claims. Uh, the dozens of states that have filed the lawsuit in the U S claim research, uh, has associated children's use of Meta's social media platforms with depression, anxiety, insomnia, interference with education and daily life, and many other negative outcomes. So there's a lot of mixed stories about Meta and Facebook and everything today. Uh, Meta is being sued by dozens of states in the US over claims that its social media platforms are intentionally addicting young people and harming their mental health, but they're making record profits because they have uh, more uh, more <laughs> people viewing them than ever. So it's a, it's a strange um, uh, to put those two stories th- together, the one we were talking about earlier, uh, that the, their advertising revenu- revenue is, is way up, uh, and now they're getting sued for addicting people to it. Uh, The lawsuit submitted by Attorney General's um, claims Meta is contributing to a youth mental health crisis by knowingly and deliberately uh, designing features on Instagram and Facebook that addict children to its platforms. Meta has harnessed powerful and unprecedented technologies to entice, engage, and ultimately ensnare youths and teens. The lawsuit filed in federal court in California states Uh, its motive for profit uh, in seeking to maximize its financial gains. Meta has repeatedly misled the public about uh, the substantial dangers of its social media platforms. It has concealed the ways in which these platforms exploit and manipulate its most vulnerable consumers, teenagers and children. In a statement, Meta said it shared the Attorney General's commitment to providing teens with safe, positive experiences online and have already introduced over 30 tools to support teens and their families. It added, We're uh, disappointed that instead of working proactively with companies across the industry to create clear age appropriate standards for many apps teens use, the Attorneys General have chosen this path. Almost all American teenagers use a social media platform, according to the Pew Research. Uh, with about a third uh, saying they use social media almost constantly, uh, so that's it's you know this goes back to the food industry, sugar industry, and things like that. Cigarettes very much so; they design them to be addictive. You know, fast food chains have have scientists, and and you know that make companies that make sweets and stuff have scientists to to make them where you want to keep coming back for more and uh they they have they have this has been going on for decades and decades so um i'm sure that social media uh is doing the same kind of thing they want to keep the the you know they might have it with the best of intentions uh they might just say okay numbers were down this month what do we need to adjust if we do this it gets the numbers up if we do this it gets the numbers down so let's do that and then they they apply that in in every aspect uh tweak whatever it is uh that gets the gets the numbers up you know um and that's what it's all about. You know, I've, I heard Mr. Beast talking about YouTube, uh, how to get the most views on YouTube and things like that and how to get retention, keep people watching the full video and, you know, you have to introduce it really quick and you have to, to keep it going, keep it fast pace and then, Um, you know, the, even the thumbnails on the videos should be bright and, um, the, the faces should be up front. And if you smile, you'll you'll lose a hundred thousand views. And if you have a sad face, you lose a hundred thousand views. If you have a neutral face, you'll get more, or, or, you know, there's whatever it is, um, lots of different tiny little tweaks that will mean tens of thousands of views. And they just keep making incremental changes. And these social media companies are just tweaking everything they can. To 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 get people in, keep them on, because that's what revenue is all about. But there's a there's a, a dark side to the results, uh, which maybe they, uh, you know, if I give them the benefit of the doubt, maybe they're not looking at. They're just looking at growing the company, sustaining the company, um, and all that kind of thing. So, but it's very it's very strange. Uh, a special event will be held in Bus Aris this morning to highlight 70 years of service at the transport hub. Uh, the provincial bus station was first opened in 1953 and welcomes one million passengers through its doors every year. Uh, Aidan Delaney has more. Bus Arons say they are wheeling in the ears today as they say a very happy 70th birthday to Ireland's central bus and coach station. Millions of passengers have passed through the iconic building since it first welcomed services back in October of 1953. Its construction was a somewhat ambitious affair at the time, as it was one of the biggest building projects in Europe for a government to undertake in the post-war years. The station was designed by the renowned Irish architect Michael Scott, who was awarded the Royal Institute of the Architects of Ireland gold medal for his design back in 1955. A special event will be held at Bus this morning, where the Transport Minister Eamon Ryan will be one of those paying tribute to the iconic Transport hub they've been going a long time you know and the bus service is fantastic i've used it many times myself it's actually the the airport transport one is very good and it's actually there's one going from newcastle west now i used to go into arthur's Quay in limerick to get it to go to dublin airport if i was ever flying out of dublin airport but there's um there's a connection now from Newcastle West so you can go from Newcastle West straight to Dublin Airport it's very handy uh, because the car parks are spaces are hard to get and you have to get shuttles back and forth and they're very expensive to park above there uh, in in any of the surrounding places and um, It's very handy to get the bus up, you can relax, you don't have to worry about, and after coming back off of a long flight as well, you don't have to be worrying about the long drive down afterwards, that was the the case in the last holiday I was on. It was coming in late at night, and I was thinking, this isn't going to be great now after a long day. of landing at, you know, half 11 at night and trying to, to drive down the, the three hours from Dublin down to Newcastle West. But it was great. Went outside, got on the bus, waited 10 or 15 minutes and we all left and uh, dropped right down to Arthur's Key at the time. But uh, in the future now, uh, it goes right to Newcastle West. So it's very, very handy. Um, mystery sudden deaths of endangered African elephants uh, is now solved, scientists say. Uh, pasturella bacteria, has never been previously linked to elephants, with worries it could now uh, be added to a list of threats to the animals. Oh, that's sad, there's a picture of a, an elephant that's passed away, is very sad. A team of scientists say they have discovered what caused the sudden deaths of hundreds of elephants in Africa in 2020. More than 300 elephants died in Botswana, In a Delta over there in May and June in 2020, with another 35 dying in Zimbabwe two months later, the deaths triggered an international mystery uh, with only poaching and anthrax poisoning initially ruled out. Uh, Initially, officials put the deaths down to toxins that were produced by tiny organisms in the water and soil and ingested by the mammals. Uh, which is which was put down to climate change. However, scientists say the tests of the animals revealed that they died from a bacteria called Bisgard, uh, taxon 45, an unnamed relative of Pasturella uh, Multis, multiosida, uh, which caused a number of different illnesses in animals. Um, in the elephants tested, it manifested as septicemia or blood poisoning. Elephant populations have decreased by uh, one hundred and forty-four thousand from two thousand and seven uh, to three hundred and fifty thousand today, with a decline of eight percent a year. Scientists estimate that would be very sad if we if we lost our elephant population. They're such beautiful animals. Uh, Scientists in Nature Communications Journal said Pasturella multicedia had not previously been linked to deaths in elephants, but that it could now represent an ongoing phenomenon in the region. The paper added um, septicemia adds to a growing list of uh, related threats to elephant conservation, including tuberculosis, anthrax, elephant uh, endostropic herbivitis. (laughs) There's big, big, long names, but... Unfortunately, there's a lot of different diseases that can affect elephants as well. So hopefully this will help um, to maybe make up some inoculations or something to help uh, the elephant population. Uh, New laws could be on the way to ban phones from Irish classrooms. According to the Irish Mayor, government ministers are keen to tackle the scourge of mobile phones in both primary and secondary schools which are having a detrimental effect on the edu- on education. Uh, the paper says e- Education Minister Norma Foley is in the process of preparing legislation to outlaw the devices from classrooms. According to the Irish Mirror, government ministers are keen to tackle the scourge of mobiles in both primary and secondary schools, which are having a detrimental effect on education, as we talked about earlier. Uh, the paper says Education Minister Norma Foley is in the process of preparing legislation to outlaw the devices from classrooms. I suppose it wouldn't do any harm uh, the, You know, kids are there to concentrate and even if they, they weren't learning or anything, it would be good to have a break from devices and things like that, I think. So uh, the fact that they are learning, they need to be concentrating, they need to get their mind off of social media and things like that might be a good thing. Uh, Pope Francis encourages more children to code, especially in Catholic countries. A Polish tech entrepreneur's global project aimed, to get, aimed at getting more children into computing and computer programming has been endorsed by Pope Francis. Uh, Miron Mirinok, uh, founder of artificial intelligence company Komos AI, is drawing on his, on his own experience of coding transforming his life. He said, Code with Pope, <laughs> the, the Code with Pope initiative uh, could bring the glaring disparities in education across the globe, uh, could bridge, sorry, the glaring disparities in education across the globe. Uh, it's hoped that the Pope's involvement will attract Catholic countries. Uh, we believe that the involvement of the Pope will help to convince them to spend uh, some time and use the opportunity to learn programming for free, Mr. miranuk uh, told the BBC. The initiative will champion access to coding education uh, through a free online learning platform for students aged 11 to 15 across Europe, Africa and Latin America. After 60 hours of dedicated learning, children will be equipped with the basics of Python, one of the world's most popular coding languages. In the digital age, programming skills have become as fundamental as reading and writing. Uh, World Economic Forum data released in 2023 revealed that the majority of the fastest growing roles are uh, technology-related roles. However, a severe global shortage of tech skills threatens to leave 85 million job positions unfilled by 2030. As a result, increasing access to high-quality programming education has become a necessity, particularly in low- and middle-income countries. Many of which are Catholic. A large uh, percentage of the Polish population identifies as Catholic. And the 33-year-old millionaire, Mr. Moranok, uh, told the BBC that he was proud of his Polish heritage and to be part of a crop of successful Polish people working in technology. So hopefully, they get more people working in technology, and there could be the next Bill Gates or Elon Musk or, or some um, inventor of the new of new technology that will help humanity. Fidias, YouTuber, sorry for freeloading stunt video in Japan. I don't know who this is. A popular YouTuber has apologized for a video titled, I traveled across Japan for free, uh, riled locals. Uh, Fidias, Penny Penny Toe's video, which showed him uh, dodging train fares and five-star hotel breakfast bills, has earned almost half a million views. Uh, Some have called for his arrest on social media and rail authorities are considering further action against him. Good manners are highly prized in Japan and pranks that are deemed disrespectful are frowned upon. Hello, beautiful people. I apologize to the Japanese people if we made them feel bad. That was not our goal, said the Cypriot YouTuber on Tuesday after his video went viral over the weekend. Mr. Panitaos describes himself as a professional mistake maker on his YouTube page, which has uh, 2.4 million subscribers. I've never heard of him or seen him. I've seen similar uh people that do things like that travel bloggers and sometimes they say see what they can do for free or something like that get vouchers or kind of uh get into get into like um spas in in hotels for free or something like that i've seen youtubers try to do things like that but uh uh apparently it's highly frowned upon in well it's frowned upon everywhere but it's it's very disrespectful in japan and they take it very seriously Uh, He was joined by three other people in the Japan video, which was part of a $10,000 challenge. Uh, At one point in the clip, he hides in a bullet train and feigns illness when confronted by a conductor. He then runs off to board another train where he repeats the stunt. Mr. Panitow also begs for a bus fare from a stranger, but is still 80 yen short. He is then locked in the bus by the driver and taken to a police station where he is detained for five hours before being released. He later pretends to be a guest at a hotel in order to get a free breakfast. And we're leaving the hotel without getting caught without any problem, he said. Uh, It's unclear when the video was filmed or when Mr. Panya and he's probably said his name like th- three different pronunciations of the same name, but uh, it's a very long Panya Tau. I'm not sure. Um, uh, his companions were still in Japan. Many social media users demanded that he delete uh, the video to prove his apology was sincere. The video appeared to have been removed on his YouTube channel as of noon on Tuesday. Uh, another strange annoying youtuber from abroad has emerged in addition to this guy fds uh, and three others should be arrested one social media user said so yeah they were um, there were uh, uh, very cheeky and and breaking the law pretty much in you, you know if you're using a service you have to pay for it and and these pranks i don't think uh, omit you from having to follow any rules or anything um Cruise driverless cars suspended after accident. Uh, California has suspended cruise driverless taxis from San Francisco streets after a pedestrian was dragged under its wheels after an accident. Uh, The State Department of Motor Vehicles cited safety concerns claiming the company had misrepresented what had happened after the incident. The company is one of two firms uh, that has been allowed to provide taxi trips with driverless cars in the city. Uh, Cruz said in a statement that it would be pausing operations in the city. Driverless taxis, sometimes referred to as autonomous vehicles, are a common sight in san francisco to the amazement of many tourists Uh, as the name suggests there is no driver a customer can hail a cab with an app and then unlock the door with their phone critics though say the vehicle's safety has not been established and the question allowing them to roam city streets Uh, On the 2nd of October, a pedestrian was stuck and then propelled into the path of a cruise car. According to Cruise, uh, the car detected a collision and stopped. Then it attempted to pull over to avoid causing further uh, road safety issues, pulling the individual forward approximately 20 feet. Uh, However, the DMV has given further information. During the course of performing the hard braking maneuver, the AV collided and ran over the pedestrian, the agency said. After coming to a complete stop, the AV vehicle subsequently attempted to perform a pullover maneuver while the pedestrian was underneath the vehicle. The DMV then accuses crews of misrepresenting what happened. On the 3rd of October, the agency said it met with crews to uh, analyze the incident. The video footage presented to their department uh, ended with the AV's initial stop following the hard braking manoeuvre. Footage of the subsequent movement of the AV to perform a pullover manoeuvre was not shown to the department, the DMV says. Crews says, uh, said the scenario had not been encountered before and was due uh, to a confluence of factors. However, the DMV said that the incident indicates that cruise vehicles may lack the ability to respond in a safe and appropriate manner during incidents involving a pedestrian. Yeah, so that's they didn't allow for things like that. That's, the, that's the, the benefits of having a human driver is they can uh, think on the spot and, 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 uh, and know what to do in these kind of situations a lot of the time. Uh, Eddie the Eagle Edwards is joining Dancing on Ice, uh, replacing Gogglebox star uh, Stephen Lustig-Webb. Uh, the TV personality was forced to pull out after breaking his ankle in a fall. Oh, that's very bad. Uh, Olympic ski jumper Eddie says his appearance on the skating show is bittersweet because he's gutted Stevens missing out. So I haven't been watching that, but uh, that'll be news for somebody. Uh, bringing smelly food in to eat is the biggest faux pas people can make when having lunch in the office. Research commissioned by Betway found that the biggest pet peeves workers have is when their colleagues eat al- al-desco. After, uh, also in the top 10 is leaving dirty plates on the side, talking with your mouth full and making loud noises while chomping on lunch. Burping, slurping on drinks, licking fingers and leaving Tupperware in the fridge is also uh, also feature. So (laughs) all the things people get annoyed, food related at work, Uh, Instagram sued over harm to young people's mental health. So we actually uh, read that story already. I just had that open twice. The traditional handbrake only now features on one in 10 cars. The emergence of electronic vehicles has uh, accelerated the move to electric handbrakes. Drivers prefer electronic versions to the old style manual levers. Uh, experts predict by the end of the decade, the one standard feature will now be extinct as chokes, cassette players and wind up windows. Uh, so handbrakes are on the way out. I haven't had a car yet. Well, I actually, well my parents had a car with an electronic handbrake, uh, but unfortunately the electronics <laughs> weren't very good in the car. So uh, I don't know if the handbrake ever went wrong, but a lot of the other electronics did. Um, Uh, U.S. orders immediate halt to some AI chip exports to China, NVIDIA says. Uh, Tech giant NVIDIA says the U.S. has told it to stop shipping some of its advanced artificial intelligence chips uh, to China immediately. The restrictions were supposed to be introduced 30 days from October uh, 17th of October that was when president joe biden's administration announced measures to block countries including china iran and russia from buying high-end ai chips designed by nvidia and others nvidia did not say why why the timeline had been moved forward in a statement to the u.s securities and exchange commission Nvidia says the US government said these curbs were effective immediately, but added that given the strength of demand for the company's products worldwide, the company does not anticipate that the accelerated uh, timing of the licensing requirements will have a near term meaningful impact on its financial results. The new restrictions bar exports of, Invid- exports of NVIDIA's advanced AI chips, which have been designed for the Chinese market to comply with uh, earlier export regulations. Um, the acceleration of the introduction of the US curbs is the latest move in the ongoing technology dispute between Washington and Beijing. So there's a lot of different things going on at the moment. The world is in a very t- tumultuous place with um, the, the war in, in Ukraine and now in the Middle East as well. There's a lot of things going on in the East China Sea as well uh, between the likes of uh, the Philippines and China, which is a, a kind of the Philippines is like a protectorate of the U.S. Uh, in, in many ways. And there's like land disputes between a few different countries and China. There's <laughs> I heard the story of um, there's a ship that's been purposefully kind of banked on an island between the Philippines and China. And they have been the ship has been there for like i don't know is it 20 or 30 years or more and they they constantly keep people the philippines government keep people on board the ship to claim the land to keep their borders at a certain level because you need to be a certain distance to to be able to claim the waters or claim the land or whatever it is so they keep people on board this ship and um uh, to claim the land and china is doing what they're they're like building islands out in the sea so they can claim that their land expands out further so there's there's ter- ter- territorial disputes with a few different countries in china so um there's increasing tensions in a lot of different places and taiwan and everything of course is is still um in a very uh precarious position as well uh, when it comes to china so yeah, it's a it's a very tumultuous time. I hope things can can settle down around the world, but uh, it's it's not looking like it at the moment, unfortunately. Uh, Shell plans to cut 200 jobs from its global workforce next year under plans to boost profits. A further 130 positions are under review at the energy giant as the energy giant uh, scales back its hydrogen and low carbon divisions. I thought they'd be increasing those and scaling back the, the oil uh, sides of it, but maybe it's, it's uh, less um, viable than they were thinking, or maybe they, they've done the initial uh, research and that uh, the, it's more production now, so they won't need as many people or something. I, I, let's hope it's the, that side of it. Hopefully it's, it's up and running and they, they need less that way. Hopefully that's it. Uh, in June, Shell dropped its target of cutting oil production uh, next year for the rest of the decade they dropped their target of cutting oil production so so maybe it isn't working out or something that's it's very strange uh, but um hopefully that can be reversed and hopefully the technology can can the sustainable technology can can get back up and running and and, and going again uh, manchester university claims huge drone record um Engineers at the University of Manchester have flown what they claim may may be the biggest unmanned quadcopter drone yet built. The university says it is unaware of a bigger unmanned quadcopter, but there is no independent verification of the record. As the name suggests, quadcopters are drones with four propellers. Uh, the drone is made from foam board giving it a cardboard like appearance and spans 6.4 meters 21 feet corner to corner the first flight of the giant foam board quadcopter took place in july inside a hangar at the snowdonia aerospace center The GFQ's pilot, um, Kieran Wood, a lecturer in aerospace systems at the university, said the first moments of flight are the make or break point for these types of multi-copter drones. There are many hundreds of things that you must get right. Fortunately, the flight proceeded uh, without a rapid (laughs) unscheduled disassembly, as he put it. Uh, Rapid unscheduled disassembly didn't happen, so they were lucky. Uh, The drone, which also can also be flown autonomously, weighs 24.5 kgs or 0.5 kg less than a weight limit set for drones uh, on this type uh, by the Civil Aviation Authority. So fair play to them. Uh, Last few bits and pieces. A row of trees in Northern Ireland made famous by the Game of Thrones uh, may have to be felled. Uh, A tunnel of beech trees. Oh, yeah, that's very famous. So the closed-in tunnel on the Breguet Road between um, Armoy and Stranocum in in County Antrim became famous after featuring on HBO's fantasy drama. A report into tree tree safety uh, by the North's Department of Infrastructure has found the majority of them are in poor health, with 11 to be felled. According to the Coleraine Chronicle, uh, the trees known as the Dark Hedges depicted uh, the King's Road, which was the main highway through the fictional world of Westeros. So uh, unfortunately, those trees, some of them might have to come down. So that's very sad. Uh, Google Pixels face altering photo tool sparks AI manipulation debate. Uh, the camera light never lies except of course it does and seemingly more often in each passing day uh, in the age of the smartphone digital edits on the fly to improve photos have become commonplace from boosting colors to tweaking light levels now a new breed of smartphone tools powered by artificial intelligence are adding to the debate about what it means uh, to photograph reality google's latest smartphones released this week the pixel 8 and pixel 8 pro go a step further than devices from other companies they using AI to help alter people's expressions in photographs. Uh, in an experience, we've all it's an experience we've all had one person in a group shot looks away from the camera or fails to smile. Google's phones can now look through your photos to mix and match from the past expressions. Using machine learning to put a smile from a different photo into that of a picture Google's calls its best take. Yes. Yeah, so that's amazing. I have seen it being used uh, online so you're at a wedding and you're taking a picture of say 10 people and then you take you take five or six pictures and then you get to choose each person so it just shows you one photo and you can click on a face and then it shows you six versions of that face so say i'm in the photo one of the photos my eyes are closed another one i'm laughing and the other one then i have a a, a normal smile and it's the one you want so It'll show all versions of me in all the photos. And then I choose the one I want. Then click the next person and it shows all the versions from the six photos in one, just a little pop-up. And then, okay, I'll pick that version of her and that, person of, uh, that version of that person. And then it makes the photo with the best of all of those. So it's not exactly AI kind of changing um, that much. It's more copy and pasting and making it fit and making it look natural, I suppose. So the AI does that part, but... Um, it is quite genius, I'd love to try it. Uh, so that, that sounds fascinating. Uh, there's a little picture here where you can drag the, <laughs> you could, there's a fellow with a big frown on his face and you can drag the little cursor across and it changes. Uh, one fella's smiling and then he's frowning and then the other fellow's frowning and then he's smiling. So it's, it's, quite, um, it's quite genius the way it can do it. So the devices also let users erase, move and resize unwanted elements in a photo. Uh, from uh, people to buildings, filling in the space left behind with what's called a ma- magic editor. This uses what's known as deep learning, effectively an artificial intelligence algorithm working out what texture should fill the gap. Yeah, that's Gene. I've tried that. Um, Google kind of does that already on their editor, maybe to a lesser extent than with the phone. But uh, for moving things, removing things from the background, and it fills in quite well where you'd never know it was removed. So it's quite it's quite brilliant. Um, so. That's, uh, we've ran out of time. It's been a, a, a packed show today. Uh, as always, you can call 069-66200 or text or WhatsApp zero eight seven one double six nine eight hundred or email patrick102fm at gmail.com. Any questions, I'll answer them on the next show. Any tech-related questions, anything you want me to talk about, anything like that, I'll do it on the next show. Uh, thank you for listening. A packed show again today with everything in the world of tech. Uh, thank you for listening. Bye bye. You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limer 102 FM.